0: How do you feel about Manscaped? You know, how do you like that? Um, so people gave us titles. <laughs> I'll start that again. <laughs> how, how would you like that? <laughs> so <laughs> Manscaped approaches, didn't they? They did approach they, they, us. Sent us, they sent us email just like, do you want to do some ads or whatever? Yeah. And uh, we were like, Ignore that. <laughs> you <laughs> well, don't want to do ads for Manscaped, no? No,
1: no.
2: Not do, you do, guys, do, that? do you
0: guys
1: not trim your pubes?
0: No, 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 no. no. Why, why, Certainly not with Manscaped. No, okay. Why, why, <laughs> like it'd be weird to do an ad. Yeah. Like when we've constantly been making fun of people <laughs> doing ads on podcasts <laughs> It'd be like, oh, they've sold out to Manscaped of all places.
2: I would though. I would at some point like to do an ad that was so outside of us, like yeah. as in so because Manscaped, it's it's like it's nearly there, mm. but it, like I want to do an ad for Lockheed Martin, <laughs> <laughs> like the, the like every villain in our movies yeah. is <laughs> the, the, the military industrial, industrial complex. complex. I think if we did a Hearty, persuasive, and infused read (laughs) of a Lockheed Martin advert, people would be pissing themselves.
1: I'm just imagining the kind of Dun, 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 plinky dun, 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 yeah, yeah. podcast ad going to
2: Lockheed Martin lets your family feel safe in their beds at night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Take that Manscaped
1: protection's <laughs> just a million away.
2: <laughs> so, Manscaped if you're listening, which I know you are, um the uh the reason that we didn't want to read your
1: ad was cuz you're not evil enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's too close to the- audience believing that you've just accepted money to advertise a product. Yeah. Which which I don't think you're against on moral grounds. I just, no. It just wouldn't be funny enough.
0: Martin on the other hand. Bring it on, if baby. You, if you want to give us some of yeah. those big missile books. Yeah. Just subscribe for one dollar on Patreon. <laughs> Shit. I don't have the titles. Oh, oh you don't have the titles. T- t- oh, not- well, stop recording. No. <laughs> I-, I was thinking about this halfway through the chat. I was just sort of like, I
2: don't have the titles with me.
0: Fuck
2: it. Record. We'll do it live. <laughs> do it, da, 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 da. Welcome to the Life's Pitch Podcast. <laughs> I'm Matt Turner. And I'm Alex Keane. Each week, <laughs>
1: Matt and Tom pitch films that will never get made based on titles submitted by you. You can go on the Patreon and uh, uh, vote for what the next topic's going to be.
2: That's the one. And now, our main feature, hey. it's political
0: Alright. you, you it's so, you
2: know, just keep on... Oh boy. I, I, Tell I, I, you I, what. Political thrillers, they're real cool. I love them to bits. But I'll tell you what, no one's ever seen one just like these ones. We're about a pitch. Uh, Alex, how can people find what what are you what are you how what are you feeling about
1: political thrillers? What am I feeling about political thrillers? Yeah. Uh, I don't like to get political, but I do like to be thrilled. So, <laughs> I'm about 50/50. <laughs> we're all I think we're all about 50/50. <laughs> on political, th-
2: political <laughs> thrillers that's, so that's really good
0: yeah. between <laughs> us we're 150% now we've got a, 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 a title so from Stephen Thomas we've got the minister is primed I <laughs> <laughs> couldn't keep a straight face when I was reading that out <laughs> the minister is primed yeah
2: um, yeah, I mean, like, if if you get a <laughs> prime the minister... a who, gun? Who, again, get a minister who... Well, I mean, metaphorically, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I think the minister is a bomb. <laughs> Someone... <laughs> a member of parliament has had... Uh, had had a had a dangerous operation, and yeah. unbeknownst to them, terrorists <laughs> planted a bomb inside their body.
2: Yes, they they discover that a surgeon, mm-hmm. a well, uh, a, a very well like thought of surgeon, mm. prestigious surgeon, um, uh, to the rich and famous, has uh, like been rumbled with a load of like um uh threat making a lot of threats on social media mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff yeah. and um they discover that like he had the opportunity they were bomb making like supplies in his house he had the opportunity to have put bombs in loads of famous per- people and 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 prime like uh, kind of uh p- politicians
1: mm-hmm.
2: now you don't just go around asking to x-ray and open up politicians yeah um so it's it it must be about like trying to track down who has the bomb and then when they find out it's the prime minister it's like somewhat like it's a prime minister who's like nah nah i'm feeling great i'm loving it how
0: how many ministers how many ministers are going through like surgery quite they're old like i guess yeah Yeah, they're all old I, i was thinking we start with a bomb going off okay yeah and then and then someone trying to track down who done it yeah and like why and then they realize that like it, it hits the news that this was a dummy minister someone's made a robot minister a robot <laughs> minister it's like it's like so yeah someone's someone's like taken over the body of a prime minister and got a bomb on on them or i i think i i think it's it it's better if we're just
2: like um, we we start we like you yeah. say it start with a bomb going off. Yeah, yeah. But it's like the the minister for the interior has it, just
1: yeah, yeah boof, okay. blown up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. they are planted and inside like, people. Yeah. yeah, and those people are being blackmailed yes. to fulfil this nefarious doctor's yes. evil whims. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that I, I think but robot- there's, a, there's a code of silence across it- Westminster about, because everyone's everyone's had plastic surgery well yeah
2: every, everyone's had surgery and it's not that they don't talk about that yeah. it's that they don't talk about they're, they're all being blackmailed yeah, yeah, like they all won't talk about it because mm-hmm. if they say that, like I'm being blackmailed that means that there's something to find out. Yeah. Um, That means that someone will find out this
0: terrible thing that they did. Oh, we found out on the news that one of the ministers has exploded. Yeah. (laughs) Like, just just in the street, just walking down the road, just... Bang! Didn't didn't make the blackmail payments this yeah. this week. <laughs> so all the ministers are sweating, just like we've got to get this guy and, the, and, we've got and to like, get this surgeon.
2: Yeah, he. Not only have they exploded, but also the internet has exploded with those photos. Yes. Yeah. Um, like uh, it's like your legacy will be destroyed. Mm. Not only do you
0: explode, but your legacy will be destroyed if you don't do this stuff. <laughs> so, so not only does this surgeon have like damning evidence
1: <laughs> against <laughs> the photos. <laughs> Damning evidence. Yeah. He's got a bomb in them. Yeah,
0: exactly. exactly. So this surgeon, the
1: blackmail. The surgeon
0: has gone overkill in, like, yeah. the fact that he's got damning evidence photo-wise of, of like, how to ruin their career, yeah. and he's blackmailing them. But he's also put a bomb
2: <laughs> inside them. Well, no, like, my, my guess was, my, my thought was, if, if it was blackmail, the bomb wasn't about keeping them silent it was, it's, it's a
1: safety policy yeah.
2: i was thinking it was literally just a method of terrorism right yeah. like you're going to walk into this, spa- this space with these politicians and then they, like mm-hmm. and they mm. don't realize that it's the surgeon that's blackmailed them right it's so, just so a-
1: the bomb that goes off in public like yeah. there's there's been like a spate of political like mm. terror attacks, yeah, and the bomb that goes off in public is a malfunction uh, that reveals yes. that all of these explosions have actually been. Yeah, it's the bo- The source of the bomb is politicians. Yes, yeah,
2: yeah yes. exactly. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and uh, so there's a load. Yeah, there's a load of bombs at political rallies. Mm-hmm. Nobody know where knows where it's come from because, mm-hmm. like, uh, at the like you look for boxes like burnt out boxes and shards and things like, like that and all they found were like shards of like blood and 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 and, and viscera yeah. and they're like well someone must have been standing next to it they didn't ever think that the, the bomb was inside, bomb was inside,
0: inside I, I think it's it, we tell this from the perspective of a london police detective yeah. uh who is played by London police detective man. Yeah. Um. The the guy the guy who uh, Cassian Andor shoots in the opening scenes of Rogue One. Oh, what's his name? I, I, you know, you know his name because yeah. you bring him uh, up quite a Mays, bit. Maze. Daniel Maze. Daniel Maze. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know the guy, right? <laughs> this guy is perfect for this role. Yeah, yes, like, yeah. Like, I'm British, British policeman, yeah.
2: <laughs> and he's looking, and he's been in so many things where, like, you know, the sort of broad church Yeah. Uh, you know, where, he, like, mm-hmm. uh, BBC cop drama, yeah. that's a bit gritty, and he's, and he's just stressed.
0: I, I can see this show being, like, some of your parents would watch BBC One mm-hmm. like on a Thursday night, mm-hmm. and everyone everyone's chatting about it. Yeah. It's like, why is anyone watching this shit? time like, they've got bombs in all those politicians. I, 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 I'm really not interested, Mum. To be honest, <laughs> like it's really good. It's really gripping. I'm just like, I'm sure it is, but wow, I, I, I'm like, just from the look of it, it's just got this blue filter on it. It's set in London. I can't be. To watch it, this is us pitching this movie, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> to, <laughs> to to the BBC. Just like, it's going to be one of those shit detective shows that you, you, you know like, the like, kind of science. thing that you yeah. make all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think like those blue filter detective
2: shows. I think I guess the point is winding back what we said at the start. The politicians don't know it's the surgeon that's blackmailing them. Yeah. Um, uh, but the surgeon is saying like something bad, like you're gonna go here or something's bad's gonna happen to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then those explosions are happening, so they all are going to attend rallies, and then boom. Um, uh, and then yeah, um, like it's down to Daniel Mays to figure out not only uh, who's next, who's who's a literal ticking time bomb, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, but also like uh, who is who is who's orchestrating it, and it all comes down to sort of like in the morgue like checking their medical records
0: and oh, seeing mm-hmm. the same name um. <gasps> it's the recently elected prime minister who was used to uh, oh yeah used to be a surgeon surgeon back general in the yeah <laughs> Yeah, used to be the surgeon general. Now, yeah, and And I I think there should be a scene where Daniel Mays is stood in the House of Commons, surrounded by ministers, and he's like, "I'm in the fucking lion's den." (laughs) 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 den. He's looking around, and all of them have got like, (laughs) all of them are primed to go on.
2: We have that. We have a moment where, um, you know, like in a cartoon where someone's trapped on a desert island, and everyone turns into like a chicken. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> turning into those cartoon black bombs. Dynamite with yeah, a pop yeah. on the front. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah <but> he-, <laughs> he has he has dreams about the past explosions, but the bang is just like a spiky blob that like flashes yellow and
0: red. <laughs> a fucking Danger Mouse or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> Come to what? think of it,
2: you know what? Danger Mouse would probably uh Daniel Mays would probably uh make a make a good Danger Mouse voiceover artist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I like <laughs> that one. The going, minister is prime. one's going into the BBC, yeah. yeah the, the only
1: question is who's who's the Prime Minister slash former doctor? Oh yeah. um, Rowan
0: Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson. Yeah. <laughs> Comes in third act. Yeah. (laughs) No, he's in there from the start. He's in there from the start. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. So, Alex... Hello. Hello. Welcome back. It's after, been yeah. Yeah. When was the last time you was it the Scooby Doo
1: one? I think it was. I think it was the Scooby Doo yeah. one, which now obviously Velma exists. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh I've, not, I've not watched it. I'm not <laughs> no. sure. I I'm not sure. I want to ruin my vision. I think yeah. it's of what got. Scooby-Doo I think it's got
2: like zero
1: percent on Rotten Tomatoes or something. Yeah. yeah, and that's 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 one of those things where it's always in that weird valley between. Is this. Is this because everyone hates that it's it's a woman, or is this because it's genuinely bad? And mm. it's the
2: nobody. It's it's, it's, the it's everyone. It's uh, like annoyingly,
1: that it's it's often in like. Uh, a ground of, well, both of those things, actually. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Both. The, no one had a reason to like it because everyone had a reason to dislike it. Yeah. They may have well been very different
1: reasons. <laughs> it,
0: it falls <laughs> into that box of, like, I'm morbidly curious as to how bad it is. It can't mm. be that bad, so I might watch it. But also, ah, I can't be bothered.
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> like, I, I made that mistake with Venom, recently. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, quite bad, yeah. yeah, Venom was quite bad. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean it's really because I love Tom Hardy, and yeah. he, he he does a really good job. He's carrying. He does a lot yeah. of weight in that film, but yeah. it's so much heavier than he is. You can see it, <laughs> like slowly grind him, grind him down. So political thrillers, political thriller. Yeah, mm. the Manchurian Candidate. Yes, yep, probably M- the
0: Manchurian Candidate. Am- <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Manchurian Manchunian yeah. Manchunian <laughs> Candidate. Yeah um uh you gave air force one as a um uh, as a uh, i think that might ride the line yeah Mm -hmm. um but we always talk about uh riding the line of what is the um the the question we always ask is what is the furthest from this genre that you're like uh, you're willing to stray and still call it that genre mm, yeah um, uh, so I think that Air Force One might ride the line because it is political because uh, the president is the main yeah. character the yeah. politician
1: mm. but mainly it's about hiding in a plane and, and shooting people mm. yeah I think there's a, there's a strong strain of action that has like like the Bourne films there's a political stuff going on in the yeah. background yeah yeah but it is mostly
2: it's mostly a spy. I would go with yeah, spy. Yeah, yeah. Really, it, it yeah. concerns the spy more than it does the the, the reasons yeah. behind anything.
1: Yeah. Um, Fast and Furious Nine, obviously, <laughs> um, political threat. has has go on has um, <laughs> has that they, they work for a secret agency that doesn't have a name, um, run by a man who also doesn't have a name. Mm. Okay, and the world's at threat. Uh huh. Um, okay. And they do. Um, that's quite political. Get, they do get quite involved in the in the in the politics of a fictional country.
0: Okay, right. Yeah. Um, the Monte get, Quinto. Do, do they? G- Monte Quinto. Monte
1: Quinto, a fictional country. Monte
0: Quinto does like that's Monte the perfect Quinto. name for a for a fictional. For Jason, uh, say <laughs> Monte, Quinto. Monte Quinto.
2: Monte Quinto. Monte Quinto. We got to go over to Monte Quinto because there's some right arseholes over there. <laughs>
1: is the megalodon?
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a general yeah he's a megalodon
1: um, and they go to space which is pretty
0: political <laughs> yeah <laughs> space
2: I remember, is the most political of places
0: because I yeah. I started watching the Fast and Furious films um before they were just like they were on their they were on Amazon Prime for two weeks mm. and got to the second one and I just suddenly turned to Jenny and was like don't these two characters go to space at some point? <laughs> <laughs> like, in the future? In these characters. Like, it's so weird how kind of oddly grounded Too Fast Too Furious is. It is. And yeah. it's like. Yeah, these these have got pretty realistic characters. They literally
2: only care about whether the chips are down for their car or not. Yeah, you know, like whether or not they're staking their car. (laughs) It's it's a kind of like it's a working class. We care about NASCAR. We only the the only range of our power is these people on this subculture. Yeah, and then later they will go to space
1: (laughs) and ride a tank into battle. (laughs) It's like. This is the future I did not see for these characters. Yeah, and 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 I can see I get the, the bit of it that really stretches believability for me is not
0: <laughs> it's not the
1: part where they've got like a giant magnet that doesn't work like any magnets yeah. actually work in the real world. It's not the part even where like Dominic Toretto somehow gets wrapped up in this, mm. but it's the fact that Dominic Toretto And everyone he happens to be (laughs) friends with Are all like Oh yeah, no These just happen to be The most suitable people in the world To form this special ops unit (laughs) Like Okay They get away with it once In like F7 or F8 Where Mm. they're like You know we need someone who's who's got plausible deniability it's you yeah you can bring whoever you want we don't care we kind of want you to die in the process of this so we don't have the paperwork but to bring them back in f9 (laughs) and be like yeah no actually this
0: team did a good enough job (laughs) (laughs) we've got no one better it's and it's your brother (laughs) they, they drove a car off a ramp onto a boat they can go into space. <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> turn sideways real good. <laughs> Going round
2: in loops. Listen, what do we do when we train astronauts? We put them in... The- what do we do when we train we and put we put we them... Spin you-
1: it, we spin them uh, We spin them
2: round... We <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is that not drifting?
2: <laughs> These people have drifted through Tokyo <laughs> put,
0: put them in the big Urban drift Urban and machine. Rural Urban and Rural <laughs> Put them in the big drift machine. <laughs> Space is the big drift machine. <laughs>
1: When you think about it. We need someone to drift the moon around the earth.
0: (laughs) Which is kind of what it's doing. Because the face is always the same.
2: (laughs) What we're learning is the
1: moon
0: is the best Tokyo drifter (laughs) in our age. What is the moon doing if not not drifting around the earth? (laughs) We're
2: going to the moon to find out how to drift good. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so, Fast and Furious, all of them tie the line yeah. between action movie and political political, uh, thriller. political thriller. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I think my favourite part of the first two Fast and Furious movies is how Michelle Rodriguez is there. Mm. Don't do much; <laughs> she's just there. Like, she gets a scene. Well,
2: it really, it really tracks her career. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she starts out as essentially arm candy. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and just becomes with an, an action attitude. star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An, and becomes and an action becomes star. Becomes enough yeah. of an
1: action star that by the time she's back in, like, F8 and F9, yeah. you're going, why is Michelle Rodriguez still in this? <laughs> <laughs> and also, why is her character still in this? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Like there's no reason for her to be there because <laughs> they killed her off it's and then around. they brought
1: her back and she had amnesia. Yeah. <laughs> and I then remember she, that one. And then yeah. she didn't have amnesia and she still—it's—it's it's never made clear if she's actually in a proper relationship with Vin Diesel's character or not. <laughs>
0: but they are family. It, they are family. Yeah. I thought she was his sister. In no, because his
1: sister, because his sister, yeah, is is with Brian okay right with Paul Walker yes who they're pretending is still alive yeah
0: <laughs> and he, he just, just drove he off he just drove off yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just he just went took the hard shoulder just just, just drove just, off yeah, yeah. Yeah amazing
1: they, part, they parted ways but he's forever in their hearts And he's always coming to the barbecue But he's never there <laughs>
0: They've always got a, a table for
1: him Yeah, they've got, yeah. Like, A table they've got
2: to the, the side a seat the table, yeah. <laughs> They've got, they've a, got plastic a seat for table. Jesus And yeah. a whole
1: table for Brian
2: <laughs> That's the Brian table Get off Brian table <laughs>
0: Who put the Jesus picture on the Brian table <laughs> Who put the hot dogs on the Brian table <laughs> He ain't coming He drove away but he's still in our hearts. <laughs> he's our family. He's our family. I can call up literally
1: anyone from my life to come and help me out with this, apart from Brian, because he does have a school run to do. <laughs> he, yeah, he, his, the schedules didn't work out this time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the world's One of longest these days. school run. <laughs>
0: He just popped out of my milk. He's, do, he's doing the longest school run. He's, he doing, he's doing the school run in the sky. <laughs> he drove off into the sunset. Literally. He was the first
1: of us to go to space. An inspiration to us all. He drove
2: his kids... Directly toward towards the
1: sun. The sun. <laughs> school run.
0: <laughs> so it's a political thriller. Yeah. Uh, so... Political thrillers, yes, Fast and Furious. We've done that. (laughs) We've nailed that one. We've nailed that
2: one. Traditional political thrillers tend to be that the the heightened political climate uh, creates an environment in which someone is unsafe. Yeah. Um, Or that people will be unsafe if things aren't done, someone doesn't go outside of the political system or manage to navigate the political system Mm -hmm. uh, through subterfuge or, you know, violence uh in order to get back in like uh, to, to safety yeah mm. um, coos are big stuff for political thrillers right mm-hmm. like where where it's uh nobody is sure who has a uh, who who has the authority over the armed forces yes
1: yeah uh, and and conspiracy where you you just can't be sure who's Who's trustworthy, who has the nation's best interest at heart. Yes. Yeah,
0: who's out for themselves,
1: mm. that kind of thing. *V yeah. for Vendetta is a political thriller.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, uh, yeah. It, it's it, it's heavily political. Mm. Um, we don't focus on a character who has all the superpowers and is safe. Mm. We focus heavily on a character who is profoundly unsafe throughout. Mm. Um, and you're constantly... And, and she's constantly put into environments in which um, uh, she's... More unsafe than she would be mm. uh, to try and like uh, push that that sort of like that perspective, right? She's Alan
0: more unsafe than she. Should be. <laughs> I don't know why that came Good to mind. Good grief! Yeah, yeah, no, right? <laughs> I was just sort of like, oh yeah, *Viva Ned* was written by Alan Moore, a, yeah. a man I I just sort of don't like. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw his name in there. Alan more unsafe than she should be. I
2: think I think Alan Moore might be the the, the writer I'm the most conflicted about. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, think, I like, get
2: that. I think yeah, uh, I like a lot of the stuff he's written. Yeah. Mm. I also think he's an absolute wank curmudgeon. <laughs> Um Like he's the most angry man yeah. in history.
1: <laughs> he's but like he's... the opposite of Neil Gaiman. It, yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the anti-Neil Gaiman. I just want to see him battling (laughs) it out. I don't like that
2: much stuff of Neil Gaiman's that I've read, but I love the man. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I hate his voice, but, Uh, like, he's uh, great. Yeah. Can't can't stand any audiobooks he reads. Yeah, Tom hates Neil Gaiman. He just sounds so (laughs) self-satisfied. Like, I've written this. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm going to talk about London for sometime because it's it's going to be real good you're gonna enjoy this book. I so think I was like, no, I'm not, Neil. <laughs> to... You're... You think... wrote it. Get someone else off... to read it.
2: I think you went off, Neil Gaiman, in, in the same kind of experience as I, which is trying to read Neverwhere, yeah, yeah. having not spent that much time in London. Yeah, yeah. In despising, despising <laughs> London. Yeah, <laughs> hating London. Yeah. and trying to read a book that everyone says is good. Yeah, and it turns out you needed a, a, a,
0: a, a like a An huge encyclopedic yeah.
1: knowledge of the city.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, one that you can't just get by looking at the underground. Map. You've yeah. got to <laughs> you've you've got to be there and, and see see everything and, and know every know where everything is and how it interlinks. Ah. rubbish, rubbish. Never wear shit.
2: Anyway, uh, <laughs> other political like yeah, political thrillers. I like none of them are going through my mind. I don't think I've re- I, I don't think I've seen one. Me neither. Well, I mean, like the the thing that interests me about. Uh, doing a political thriller now, and mm. especially for us, mm. is that many—if you go back to the kind of classic political thrillers—they mm. have an inherent trust in politicians of of
1: of, of some stripe, mm. right? Yeah, it's like there's there's one person or one one small cachet of, of corruption mm-hmm. that once rooted out yeah, and brought to light exactly. will be we'll restore, resolved, restore balance <laughs> to exactly. the
2: world. Restore the natural order Justice, of things, which yes. is that the, the government runs fine yeah, as we yeah. all know. Yes. now it, the, there. Chi- <laughs> the chief
1: challenge is just making people aware of it. Yeah. Whereas nowadays we have so much awareness of everything <laughs> And yeah. it nobody just does kind anything. Of, it just yeah. kind of passes by. It's like, oh, God, wasn't that really annoying that that happened?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we all just kind of let it happen. Because, yeah. you know, no one's got the time anymore <laughs> to protest. <laughs>
2: what was that? I so saw the other day, it was like um, uh, several of the, of the firefighters who uh, saved lives in the Grenfell fire yeah. have been diagnosed with lung cancer. Now, the, a comment underneath it said the media... And people should be made aware of this mm. on a comment of a Mirror article saying that that was happening. Yeah. Um, like th- the media were aware of this, yeah, right? Yeah. But the, the the what that points out is that people expect that once people know about things, that something someone yeah. will take care of it, do
0: something about it, things will be restored. Why? Why would you? Why? Why would you do anything about it? You know. <laughs> Oh, it's like um, it's exactly the same with what john stewart's doing with the 911 um firefighters mm. who have been like constantly like they they've, they've got like cancer from all the fumes coming. Yeah. it's just basically been like a like a constant battle to get like the government to acknowledge what happened on yep. the day and like what was what was going on and what the effects were and like the fact that they can't get any support for any of this yeah it's yeah, it's ridiculous stuff like that. Yeah, like, what people have tried to find out though is if Back to the Future predicted it. Like that's that's a thing that it's a genuine conspiracy theory. Back to the Future predicted nine eleven. It's wonderful. It might is that also a, a political thriller? Back to the Future. Uh, if if you think it predicts nine eleven, well, yeah.
2: there there are terrorists.
0: Oh yeah, there are uh, terrorists. In Back to the Future. I think. The the, back, the behind the scenes elements of Back to the Future: the fact that he's stolen like weapons grade uranium, mm. and these um, Libyan terrorists want to get the uranium. Yep. Like this is just in the first one, but the second and third one, this is like the, the back.
1: That's the inciting incident. Yeah, exactly. The film. That's yeah, never addressed. Yeah, yeah. I want to see that that Back to the Future remake that's like the, the prequel that's mostly about him stealing weapons <laughs> from, it's like from this, Libyan like this terrorists. kooky old guy yeah if they <laughs> slowly rebooted slowly working his way up the ranks
0: if they rebooted slash remade Back to the Future that's definitely what people would focus on <laughs> yeah. like that and like that like obviously you can't have this young man in a relationship with this old man that they're not related at all like it's he just he just goes to his house to find out about
2: a big speaker, speaker. system yeah
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah that, that's the thing it's, we can't have that anymore we've just got
1: yeah and 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 I think we'd all be really interested to see what they do with the the mum son incest bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I think I think if they were to reboot it now, they'd have the Libyan terrorists be a part of the fifties as well, mm. right? Yeah, they'd have to have
1: their own time machine, <laughs> yeah. or like like somehow like get get caught in the vortex, <laughs> That's the time like- vortex, and then it's like we have to fix your parents' relationship (laughs) and also prevent like Libya from taking over 50s America (laughs) Libya (laughs) taking over the world because they have technology from 50 years in the
0: future not only do they have like Marty McFly running through the 50s breaking everything (laughs) they've got this VW van filled with Libyan terrorists going around (laughs) with a rocket launcher (laughs)
1: my favourite bit is where the Libyan terrorists are um, are like playing with the weapons grade plutonium and then one of them pulls out a digital camera and takes a photo of it and you see like a really uh, a really nerdy guy pick up a phone and go hey Bill Gates you're going to have to see this and then just holds the phone towards
0: them.
1: I know you were looking for that
2: new technology (laughs) look at this it's your... Wait, I see the problem now. <laughs> no, the problem is I don't see. Uh, oh, I need a. I wish there was a window in this phone. <laughs> Some kind of window phone. <laughs> it's your cousin, Marty Gates. <laughs> La- Larry is Larry Gates, Larry Gates. Your cousin on the phone here, <laughs> Chuck. Charles, it's your cousin Marvin Berry. <laughs> My favorite piece of
0: dialogue in any movie ever. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like they do it now, and it's pandering to like other films that have come. Out. No, that just pandered to like a like an obscure. I'd say obscure fifties uh, like rocker, but like like just the birth of rock and roll yeah yeah. They were just, they, but, but they needed
2: to make sure that he included his first and second name
1: in that piece of dialogue just,
0: just sweet exposition <laughs> yeah
2: it's just so clumsy
0: that I love it so much more yeah uh, so good <laughs> well we, we've got Back to the Future in uh, political thrillers <laughs> Libyan terrorists in there I think that one ties the line doesn't yeah, it but, yeah, like, yeah but it ties the line for the first ten minutes of the movie and then it's just is dropped uh, (laughs) in favour of young man gets to know his dad like that's that's it right I think one of the things is uh, that we're
2: like we we, there's not a lot of consensus on
0: what bad thing that political thrillers should tackle actually the more I think about it the more I think we shouldn't discount at least the second one
2: because (laughs) (laughs) I went back on back yeah
0: Yeah, right (laughs) because right when Marty goes back to the present and Effectively Donald Trump is president of Hill That's Valley true, yeah. and like Marty knows something about him that could bring him down. Yeah. Arguably That's true. Arguably something that no one will believe. <laughs> but like you have a sports almanac from the year 2015. <laughs> this is how you've made your fortune. How would that bring him down? I know, yeah, exactly. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, uh, he killed his dad. That's, oh, that's Yeah, hilarious. yeah, that's the ho- I forgot. <laughs> I went for the really obscure well, one because, first.
1: Because once again, it's so underplayed compared to... Oh, but he's, he's cheating on sports yeah. betting with time travel.
0: <laughs> it's not even cheating. Really. Like yeah. <laughs>
1: there's, no, there's no
0: law against it. Yeah. <laughs> He's made sure of that. <laughs> but like yeah, he like Biff buried that underneath like like mm. money and, and yeah. corruption and stuff like that, and it's like, oh yeah, I can bring you down, Biff, and like he doesn't focus on the murder, he focuses on getting <laughs> the almanac back. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he, we... could, he could go back
1: in time and stop the murder. And just says he's like, I'm going to go back in time and make sure he can't cover up
0: that murder. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. He he takes the almanac because that just stops everything. There. Yeah. But like, yeah, I guess there is that element in Back to the Future Two that's like political thriller time. Like yeah. he did a murder. I
2: and... think there is a, there is an extent to which once you've won a Certain amount of money from a bookie's on sports betting, <laughs> they will stop taking your bets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Once you've won, I don't know, 20 times in a row, they're likely to go, hmm,
0: this isn't working. Yeah. People I, clearly know. If you were smart, you'd bet like little amounts of money on stuff that you knew wasn't going to win. Just so it didn't... Just so it felt like luck. Yeah. Right? Before they managed to get the
2: picture together. Yeah, yeah. No, no,
1: no. If you're smart, you get just enough money to open your own bookies and then you know how every game is going to turn out oh, so you, yes. so you bad, can fix yeah. the odds in your favour yes. yes bad odds
2: yeah that's good why didn't Biff do- he's a fucking
1: idiot Biff, <laughs> Biff that, was a, character- that was a significant plot point yeah. being a fucking moron
2: yeah yeah I Biff guess. the character who's basically his only thing is being a moron yeah yeah uh- <laughs>
0: He is an idiot, yeah. yeah, you're right. Make like a tree and get out of here, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he, he does open up a casino, though, so maybe yeah. maybe, he did, maybe that he did that in the background. He did that. We don't know. It's but, not explicitly yeah. said that he was running a bookies <laughs> as well. Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes.
2: We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere, really. Maybe you put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone.